Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Well, Baxter Blue Glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter out 90% of the highest energy of blue light, eliminating 99% of the glare. This past year, we've all been glued to our devices way more than ever. I know that I wake up and I get on my phone just to go to my laptop, just to get back on my phone. Our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Well, Baxter Blue is a force for good. They provide a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This eyewear is built for the digital age, and Baxter Blue has given our listeners 10% off of their next purchase of blue light, sleep, or kid glasses. Just click the link in our show's bio for the exclusive discount. This is a sign that you've been waiting for to invest in blue light glasses know that you'll love Baxter's and we know that you'll feel the difference. Welcome to Cherry's World. The only podcast coming through your beat stereo is Cherry's World so let's go around like a merry-go. Plug your phone in make sure it got a full battery. Download it Wednesday. Listen to it Saturday. She cover all topics whatever you after. She got ball players, authors, doctors, actors, rappers, singers, entrepreneurs, divas, leaders, androids or Apple. Turn up your speakers. Trying to shoot my shot like the vaccine. Whether it's Cherry or Maxine. Whether the podcast or acting. She that queen. PYT you know what that mean. Saw you on TV and touch the screen, touch on you. I plead Lucy's got a crush on you. It'll mean the world to get a blush from you. Teaspoon to me, leave you sleep like Robert Tussin do. Hey, and welcome to Cherry's World Podcast. I am Cherry Johnson, along with my co-host, Mr. Courtney Blackman. And today we've got a woman in the house who I am a fan of. I've actually been watching her career for many years. I happen to feel that she is one of those underrated female rap artists. She splits bars, y'all. If you don't know who I'm talking about, today we will have Miss Betty Idol in the house. And you want to stay tuned because you don't want to miss this show. This is Cherry's World. Hi, this is my book. Cucumbers are delicious. My mom tried to hide me from the public, but it didn't last. I have big dreams, you know. Make sure that you can find it. Would you like to advertise on Cherry's World and have your product placed on Cherry's social media for the world to see? Email us now at cherriesworldpodcast at gmail.com for low introductory rates. Cherry's World Podcast. Get heard. Welcome to Cherry's World. Shop all things Cherry Johnson at therealcherry.com. Betty, I have been following you at least 10 years now. Really? Yes, I think you are so underrated. Yeah. How long (laughs) have you been doing music? Um, I've been doing music for like a really long time, actually, since I was like seven. So I started writing at seven and then like physically like really recording and like trying to get a deal at like when I was like 
probably 15, I was going in um, to like have meetings and stuff. And then I have a, a publishing deal with Universal and I was signed to Polo at one point, and then I was signed to um, Rob Fusari. He like discovered Lady Gaga. So I've been, you know, I've been putting in the work for like a minute, but just never really got my break, you know? For a long time, I know for a minute, Courtney, I don't know if you know this, but it was like Betty and Nikki had just like hit the scene a little bit. And it was like, okay, one is gonna blow, who's gonna blow, what's gonna happen? I always say, even in entertainment and actors, God gives everybody what's for them, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. there was a time when Gabrielle Union and I used to always audition against each other and I would get the job and Gabby didn't, but look at Gabby now. Gabby gets the job and I don't. So Nicki Minaj kind of, you know, has taken the back seat yeah. and it's Betty's time. It's my time now. <laughs> <laughs> it's my time now. That's right. So what plans do you have? I mean, I know that you're doing love and hip hop, but that's not how I know you. I know you from writing. Yeah. And, and your music. Yeah. Um, I actually had writer's block last year for like the whole year. Um, cause of what happened like with my sister. So, but recently I started writing again. So I started getting back into it. I, you know, listening to beats and me personally, I like to create from scratch. So I like to work with the producer and like, we kind of vibe and like, you know, he makes them start, you know, playing around with like the piano or the guitar or whatever. And then I'll start coming up with my melodies. But um, yeah, I'm about to definitely, I have a song actually that I'm going to shoot a video to soon. So that's going to be fun. <laughs> And, um, but no, now I'm on cartel crew. I'm not on love and hip hop anymore. I'm on cartel crew. Mm -hmm. Okay. Hey, I'm going to ask you uh, about your sister. Can you explain? Um, she went to an Airbnb party Yeah. and there was an idiot there who was, um, he brought a gun and then she was sitting in front of him and then he shot her. Her sister so, was murdered. Yeah, my sister was murdered. So I'm trying, we're going to court. We're having court right now for that and everything. So that's been a lot. I'm sorry. It has been a lot. Um, it has. It, since we're talking about things that you have gone through in your life and your struggle, can we bring up a little bit? Like you tell me if you want to talk about this or not, okay? Um, she's the original Colombiana. I don't know if you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, she, but she got Colombian roots. Yes. And has yeah. grown up kind of um, gangster, per se. Yeah. <laughs> can, you tell, can you tell us a little bit about that? Because, look, I'm a kid. I'm just going to put it out there. My mother was really worried about me because I watched way too many movies. And I always told her I was going to marry the mom. What? Yes. And I was like the good girl who always dated people that I probably shouldn't have dated. <laughs> Until I got a real touch of dating the mob, and then I ran. <laughs> he was like, "No, I don't want to do it." Okay, it got hot. I was like, "This is not for me." <laughs> right? What is it like being kind of born into that lifestyle? Um, I mean, I had a good childhood. Um, there was it. It was just difficult because, like, you know, we couldn't really stay in the same place with my dad all of the time because we were always kind of like running from the feds <laughs> but yeah. um 
I, overall, I had a good childhood. I mean, there was some times where it was like really hard. Um, it's like for one, um, our house, like we weren't allowed to go to Colombia because they would have kidnapped us and stuff like that and yeah. held us for ransom. Um, they held like my nanny for ransom. They held my aunts for ransom. Um, they murdered my uncle. My dad couldn't go to the funeral because they were planning on killing him there. Um, Look at Courtney's face. Courtney, I didn't explain the story. I told you I'm a fan, <laughs> so I've been following her forever. Her dad is like um, a boss, basically. Yeah. Hey, can you tell these stories? Are you 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 okay? You you sure we can be talking about all this? Because I, I, I oh, it already happened a long time ago. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, like you know, I'm saying things that I went through. You know, um, yeah. as far as like our house getting raided and stuff like that. But I mean, he's already did his time, so he's back home now. They deported him. Thank God. You know, and I'm asking because as a kid watching these movies, like in my mind, it was like this glamorous lifestyle, but you actually lived it. Yeah, I mean, it is glamorous, but then it's just, it's difficult too, you know? There's always two sides. So it's, you get the glitz and the glam, you know? But there's the danger too that comes with it. That is not cool. Yeah, no, because it's like, you know, yeah. We would always have to like pray that my dad would come home, you know? And so is that how you got hooked up with the cartel crew? Like the show? Is yeah. Um, so actually LaShawn, she's, um, she was like one of the head producers at Love and Hip Hop. So she knew my story from when I was on that show and she knows my mom, she knows like my family and stuff. So she actually called James and James Knox, he's the executive producer of Cartel Crew. And she told him all about me. And then, like, I had my um, my interview with him, and he just lived for Betty. He loved Betty. <laughs> so then um, so then I got on season two. And then from season two, now we're on season three, and it's going great. Season <laughs> two was a little a bit drama, because me and Stephanie, we didn't like each other at that time. <laughs> One of the girls on the show. Is it real? Yeah, she wanted to come from my head. She must don't know about you, huh? Nope. But she got a little, she got a little, you know, she got a little piece, a little snippet of my craziness. So that she was like, okay, let me back up off this girl. She's a little crazy. Oh. But but I'm I'm overall super nice and loving, you know. Um, it just it takes a lot to get me upset. It's like someone keeps picking on me. Then it's just like, okay, you know, I want to, I'm going to explode a little bit. But overall, I'm just super sweet. Now she just loves me. Hmm. Hey, what's it like? Um, what's it like trying to date you, knowing that your father is a boss, like a you know real boss? Like, are guys intimidated by that? Like having to meet daddy one day or anything, or just knowing your background? Um. Well. Before, yeah, before they were, especially like when I was growing up, my dad, like my first boyfriend, right? I was like, you know, you have to ask my dad for my hand. Like, you have to ask my dad for permission to date me. Cause like, and he was like freaking out. Cause my dad has this accent. He sounds kind of like Scarface. <laughs> so the, he doesn't really speak good English. So um, he was watching the soccer game 
and the guy came in and I was like, Daddy, this is my, this is the guy I was telling you about. I like him. I want you to meet him. And then you can tell me if I can go out with him. So then he's sitting there in my living room. My dad's just grilling him, like just staring at him, not even, like not even blinking. I'm all the way upstairs. I'm just looking. I'm like, I'm with my cousin. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope he likes him. I hope he likes him. But then my dad was like, okay, he's good. He's good. You can date him. It's fine. But only in the, when you guys hang out, only in the living room. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Um, but now it's like, yeah, my, my dating life is, um, I wasn't dating for like a while. And then, um, and then I had like, um, a, a boyfriend, but that was when my dad, like, you know, my dad was locked up for like a minute. So, um, my new boyfriend has not met my dad yet. So <laughs> yes. Okay. Oh, don't get him, get him. <laughs> so wait a minute. So we're saying like, you're not single. No, I've. I I recently met somebody I like a lot. Ooh. Lucky Sorry. man. <laughs> Sorry, boys. The DM. Well, maybe has he helped you with the writer's block? Is that why you're all inspired now? I don't know. You know, I think he has inspired me a little bit. <laughs> Look at the smile and the dimple. I love it. <laughs> you're making me blush. I love it. See, this is the part that is is all about Cherry's world. There's a persona that people see on TV and you come up with your own assumptions of what somebody is due to creative editing. We don't do that here. Yeah. So we want to give your fans who you really are. Yes. And this is me. Yeah, that's a beautiful woman that I love. Yay. Smiley, nice girl. I'm always smiling. Can we talk about the people that you wrote for or no? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I, I work a lot with 2 chains, and I wrote um, Blue Dolphins for him, The Hook, and I recorded the... I, re- I wrote The Hook and sung on it, and um, Superfly um, for 2 chains, and um, there's another song. Um, oh, Wow. Okay, she's oh, it's called Burglar Bars. Burglar Bars. I wrote the part Monica singing, and uh, I wrote um, Thug Cry for Rick Ross and Lil Wayne, and then I did a song with Lloyd called um, a Bang. That was like that was my first placement. That song was my first placement. I love that song. It made me, it changed my it changed everything for me. So that was the moment that like. I guess I got put on, right? And um, that's when Polo, like, he was like, okay, if you really want this, you know, come to LA. And at that time, um, you know, I was just trying to still figure things out or whatever. Um, And I literally went all the way to LA on a, my aunt was driving like 18-wheeler trucks, right? So I was like, yo, I'm going to go with you. You're going to LA? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to, I was like, I'm going to go with you. So we drove from Georgia <laughs> all the way to LA. And I was, and then I, I told Paula, I was like, bro, whatever, whatever I need to do, like, like, let me know. Like, I'll be at the studio every day, every day. And I literally like slept on, like in his living room. Like, and then he was like, you sleep, you ain't, you don't want this. You don't want this. I was like, I'm up, I'm up. Just give me a Red Bull. Mm. And um, and then he saw like how super determined I was or whatever. And that's when he gave me my publishing deal. And then he, he had signed me 
but um I was this close this close to getting my my big deal um but it just it didn't I don't know what happened it didn't work out but everything works out for a reason right that's right. And it's not over. And no, she, it's not. She's also being modest, Courtney, because she has ghostwritten for some men who you think can spit bars. Oh, yeah. Written by her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I write for some rappers, too. But it's time for credit to be credit, you know, pay due, where people need to know. Betty wrote that. <laughs> so how do they feel like getting some getting the uh, raps written by, you know, a woman? They don't feel any type of way. Shoes, if if it's fire, it's fire, right? That's dope. Wow. Yeah. That's dope. I don't know. I can put different hats on at times. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How'd you come up with the name Betty Idol? Um. So Betty Idol came from one of the. She's actually like one of my best friends, D Smith. So I was working with her when I was working with Polo. And at that time I was doing um, like 50 sounding music, like doo yeah. And so they were like, well, you can't be named Salome. Salome does not sound like an artist that does doo And so they were like, you need to come up with like a new name. So I was just sitting there and sitting there trying to figure out what's a 50 sounding name, like names from the 50s. And then I love Betty Boop. So I was like, Betty. And then, um, and then like, it took me a week to come up with the idols. Cause I was just, for one, everyone was like, Betty Davis. I was like, no, I don't want to be Betty Davis. And then they were like, Betty, um, they said something else, Betty, Betty something. And uh, I, I just was like, no, 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 it's not hot. Then out of nowhere, um, I just came up with Betty Idol. I was like, I like Idol, Betty Idol. Betty Idol maybe sounds fire. And so I told them and they were like, we love it. So then I, I just became Betty Idol. And I then like, I love Billy Idol too. I love that's Billy where Idol. I thought it came from, Billy Idol. Yeah, no. Um, Betty from Betty Boop. And then I would I'm obsessed with Billy Idol. Um his the song's called uh what is this called? Uh yeah, she won't more, more, more. Wait, what's that? Oh. So that the rebel, the rebels yell, right? And then there's another one called um I just love his lip. The eyes. The eyes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually dated this guy for a while and the whole attraction to him was the lip thing. He used to do the, the so I can't do it. And when I see him, like now the first thing I do is go, I go do the lip. Do the lip. You do the lip? Yeah. And I, I can't cool. even do the lip. I can't do it. Look, <laughs> I can't do it. Well, he's over here looking at us, shaking his head like, what? he's like, girls. <laughs> hey, you know, I want to apologize. Um, I, I misread um when I about your sister, man. Uh, so that that is like, you want to give that link or like where people can donate to that? The link is um that's in my bio is for sign a petition. So, um, so basically right now, what we're going through is the fact that they want to call it an accident and it's nowhere an accident. Um, you know, you can't just point a gun to somebody's head and then 
and pull trigger and call it an accident. So um, that's what we're fighting right now. And that they released him. They literally gave him like, um, they released him on home arrest. So he's on house arrest right now. Um, and they did it after two weeks. Like, so he was only in jail for two weeks and then they, they, they released him. So, and then we keep asking them to give him like a drug test. They refuse to give him a drug test. Um, it's like everything that we keep asking them to do, they just keep refusing, you know? Um, and then just recently their his attorney was talking about seeing how they could give him boot camp, but obviously we're fighting it. We're fighting. We're just, then we had to let the other attorney go because the other attorney that we had, it just seemed like she was so on their side. It didn't seem like she was fighting for my sister. And, and I guess she just wanted to just get it over with, but it's like, you know, this is my sister that I can't physically touch anymore. Like I can't see her anymore. And so they keep just in Miami. I don't know why I'm sure it's everywhere, but over there, it's just like, they just don't take anything serious when it comes to guns. Florida. You know? That's why I was going to ask you, was it in Florida? And that's, that makes yeah, sense. That's, that's what that makes sense. That Florida, they, they are just crazy out there. I have a question with you talking about gun. I, I'm sorry, I didn't even really want to talk about this because that's some touchy shit. But when it comes to guns, I am a gun owner. And I don't think that everybody should be a gun owner. No. <laughs> I became a gun owner because I got stalkers. Um, mm. How do you feel about even people being able to go in the store and buy guns after this? Um, the thing is, is like, okay, so what I want to do is I'm trying to, I have a thing that I'm, I'm trying to get a, get it passed. I, so I want to, I've named it Gigi's law. <laughs> so with Gigi's law, um, I spoke to like, um, you know, like a legislator to help me get it passed. So really it's basically, it's not, I mean, of course I would love to remove all guns from the world, but I know it's impossible to do. The, and then, like, for instance, with you, you know, with you having stalkers, I know that it's, you know, some people feel like they need it to protect themselves in case of a situation, right? Um, but I don't think that it should be easy for people to get them. Like, I feel like they need to go through a lot of tests, mm -hmm. you know, mental testing to make sure they're not, you know, yeah. um, crazy or they they feel you know or they have some like maybe even a lie detector test to see what's the reason that they want to do it because it's just like there's so many mass shootings and there's yeah. so many like like kids even okay for instance the guy who killed my sister he bought the gun on snapchat right yeah. from how a lady. is that possible i don't florida, know florida and texas they Indiana, Florida, Texas, Indiana. That's how. Yeah. So you I'm can buy a gun on Snapchat. Like, I feel like, and then for, for me, I feel like the lady who sold him the gun should be held responsible as well. She should. You know? You know, this, I know, I'm sorry we're sticking with this, but there's precedent for this case. Uh, NBA player named Jason Williams in like two, early 2000, 
he he made a mistake and killed his limo driver playing around with his guy. He's a grown man, retired NBA player at the time. Made a mistake and killed his limo driver. Tried to frame frame it as it was a, like he committed suicide in front of him and all that stuff. But like he got sentenced to five years and he had the best attorney. So there's precedent. There's precedence for this case. Again, I've been a gun owner since I was like 18 years old, 21. I bought a couple more. You don't accidentally kill somebody. I've never even brandished my, I've been in the position where I could have brandished my gun with a man trying to literally break in my house. We're face to face through the window. I wasn't going to shoot through the window when I can set my alarm off and be like, I'm calling 911. Like you don't just accidentally shoot somebody. Exactly. It's well, I like think people aren't responsible. Yeah, he was. He was being uh, reckless with the firearm, and uh, yeah. And so, I mean, there's a, there's precedent. Even if even if even if it was an accident, so to say, he still got to still got to pay for that. You know, he still needs to go pay for pay for what he did. Someone's not here because of his whatever mistake, whatever you want to say. You, you still got to pay I for that. Yeah, no. The the guy that did that, if I feel like he just had a motive and he did it on purpose, because I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to ask on um, on camera if you were uncomfortable, if you felt like it was intentional. No, I definitely feel like it was intentional. I don't know why, but I feel like it was intentional. Um, because even. For okay, so he recorded himself going to the party, and the music that he was listening to was talking about close range, like killing somebody at close range. Then when he gets there, he zooms into the barrel, and this is on his Snapchat. So he zooms into the barrel and he sees the hollow tip. He, you see the bullet. Then the next post, um, he takes a picture of himself right after he kills my sister and says he's going away for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's so premeditated. Do, do you think it was somebody that your sister knew or she just ended up being the innocent victim? So the guy was dating her friend like probably like a few months ago and she was talking to his friend. So he said um, he knew her. Yeah, like, she met him, like, a week, kind of, like, they would, like, see each other here and there, whatever, um, but they weren't friends, you know, but. An acquaintance. Yeah, like, an acquaintance, but it was just, like, I don't, and you, the, the thing is, it's, like, my sister is the sweetest person ever, like, She's like literally the sweetest person. Like she would go inside of a, like she would just start randomly laughing. Like you'd be like, why are you laughing? She just wanted to laugh for no reason, you know? So it was just like, I don't get it. You at know, this, at this point with him being out of jail, are you at fear for your life? No, I'm not. I'm not scared of my life. I just, you know, I need him. I need him to be held responsible for what he did. And, and I need the system to stop um, just acting like people, you know, that get shot by someone else is just, oh, it's just, oh, it's just reckless or it's just an accident. Like, no, people need to be taken. I don't care how old you are. Like, 
you take someone's life you need to be held responsible for it and their parents need to be held responsible for it and the person that sells them the gun needs to be held responsible for it he was a minor when he bought the damn gun so it's like oh yeah how do you sell a gun to him so what betty what can i do what can Cherry's world do what can everybody out there who's watching this interview do to help and to help your sister get some justice well uh they tried to um, they tried to put a gag order on me because <laughs> I spoke about it on the show, and they tried to put a gag order on me, and they wanted to like investigate me um, because I spoke to one of the girls that were on there that I had come on the show to explain what happened. Um, she is my sister's friend, you know, so. They told me now that I can't talk to her at all um, because I will be tampering with a witness, right? And they tried to, I guess they were trying to give me time for that, like charge me with, yeah. like, with charging. So should we take all this out of the show? No, because okay. they already, they already, the Herald, Miami Herald came to court and he told them, he was like, it's, it's actually your, you know, you can't do that because it's freedom of speech. Like it's, it's, you know, it's in the constitution. Like, and so the judge, like she, she completely was like, okay, it's fine. I just can't speak on it. Like I can't talk about the discovery, but they won't even give it to me. So it's whatever, you know? Um, the only thing I speak about basically are, is my feelings yeah. And because it's how I feel, you know, and the stuff that I've already put out there into the world. It's that's it. But as far as like what everyone could do, if, if I, um, I could send you the link so that people can sign the petition, and then okay. I'm definitely going to, um, I'm still working with this legislator in DC so I could start Gigi's Law. And then once I have everything the way it needs to go for her and for everyone in the world, so things won't happen like this ever again. Um, and people that are reckless and careless won't be, you know, able to just purchase a gun whenever they feel like it because they think right. it's cool. Um, I'll definitely send you that so you guys can help me get yeah. the juice Look, going. Kamala, Kamala, we need you to meet with Miss Betty Idol and y'all need to get Gigi's Law in place. Yes. Yes. I'm yes. Anything I can do to help, please know okay. that I'm here. And I, as a gun owner, I agree with you. Because yeah. I don't want to have to have a gun. <laughs> yeah. I just want people to be nice. <laughs> just, be, just don't, you know, don't play with me. Yeah, just be nice. So if you had, look, since, since Roger's block is over, right? I'm just trying to get some new music because I really fuck with her. Um, if you could work with any producers out there that you haven't worked with yet, who do you want? Hmm. Pharrell. That's a good I'd one. love to work with Pharrell. And I'd love to work with Kanye too. Kanye's musical genius. Him, Pharrell. Um, dang. Um... Yeah, those right now. Oh, I mean, in Timberland. But I, I was like, I started working with Timberland a little bit, but then it was like, I moved and then it's just, but if I could just lock in with Timberland, I know he would just give me 
Everything. Everything. He's still one of the best of me. He's still. <laughs> so you need. He is. I mean, he broke so many art. Like, hello, Timberland. Yeah. He beats her fire. Right. I, I believe in manifestation. Do you believe in manifestation? Yes. So you put it out in the universe, right? It's going to come. And one day you're going to text message me and be like, guess who I'm in the studio with? I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to manifest it. It's already there. It's in the universe now. Do you ever spend time and just like visualize your life and take time to seriously manifest like daily? No. I just like say certain things or I'll think of it. And then eventually, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, eventually, it'll like happen somehow. I'll be like, yo, I just spoke about this last week, you know, and then it'll come. But um, I wonder what that is like, because, you know, some people do it cautiously and it totally navigates their life. My whole life has been manifested. And I know it comes from what I say, what I think, what I believe, but it doesn't work for everybody. So I wonder what it is that the, the blessing like hits on. Courtney's one of those people. I don't even know if he realizes it, but he speaks everything that he wants into existence and then he gets it. Why do you think certain people get meet their goals and other people don't? Um, probably because they don't believe. They'll put like that doubt you know, it's like they'll say it, but they don't really truly believe. And so they put that doubt there and then that's what stops it. That's what stops the blessing from coming because our minds and our tongues are very powerful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they'll say it and they'll be like, oh, but you know, my life is, my life is so hard. And so it's like, you go keep saying your life is so hard. So your life's going to be hard, you know? Yeah. You're going to say, oh, but good things never happen to me. Then good things will never happen, you know? So it's like, you got to say, you got to speak those positive things to attract that energy, you know? So it sticks to you. And then sometimes, too, the people you're around, their energy starts trying to stick to you. I'd be like, look, go all the way over there. <laughs> Don't come by me, okay? Leave me alone. But has that, is that something about people and their energy that has come to you with age? Because I know that that's something I still didn't really realize in my thirties, but finally when I hit 40, I was like, oh, it was like an awakening. Right. Well, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, you know what too? It was, I saw the secret. I watched the secret, right? Smart. And then I read the book and then, um, I have a godmother, so like my godmother's always like, oh, you have to be careful with the people that you're around because like some of their energies can stick to you. So I never really never understood that, but then I started realizing it because I would have like certain friends. Well, they used to be my friends, they're not my friends no more, mm-hmm. but they were always so negative, you know? And then I was just wondering, I'm like, yo, like, I can't even tell them anything because they're always just going to be negative about it. And then I would tell them, like, like, okay, for instance, like, there was this guy that I liked, you know, and, like, I used to tell this girl all this, everything. And then it was like, every time I spoke to her, it just, it just never stayed. Like, it was just always like, okay, it just ruined everything. Wishing, wishing you no good behind your back. Yeah. yeah. 
that's how, yeah, I used to look same thing. You know, what changed my life? I had a friend once I had a baby and he sat me down and he said, the closest five people to you are who you become. So I started looking at the closest five people to me. I was like, oh, I don't want to be like that whole. She's my friend and she's fun. <laughs> she was fun. I want to hang out with her. Well, she broke. I'm trying to be like her. And once right. I like, took his advice, I realized that my friends like disappeared. <laughs> but no, but they needed to go. They needed to go. They needed to go. And now the five closest people to me are beautiful humans. And he said, if you don't want to live their life, you don't want to be around them. Yeah. I wish he would have said that to me in my 20s. Oh my God. Imagine. Yeah. Things would have been so different. <laughs> great. Fantastic. Yeah. But still, things are great still. Oh yeah. But what's the best life advice you've ever gotten? Um, the best life advice. I don't know. I always get a lot of good advice sometimes. Love <laughs> um, you I get a lot of good people. advice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is, this is my thing though. It's just that I'm super giving. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always put myself last. So I'm like, I always put everybody first and I put myself last. So now I I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start learning how to put myself first, even in, in, in or not even just put myself first. I'm going to start thinking about me too, you know? Put like yourself first. Unless you have a baby, then you go ahead and put your baby first. But you got to remember if mommy's not happy, you can't take care of the baby. I don't know if you have kids. No, I don't have any kids yet. Oh, yeah. So yeah, you got to take care of yourself first. Yeah, because if I don't do it, then how am I going to do it for everybody else, right? Mm -hmm. So that's it. Oh, and I'm just like, you know, like you just got to live life to the fullest capacity just go full throttle live your life and be happy because life is short you never really know this is cherry's world Head over to Grits Tees. That's G-R-I-T-T-E-Z.com. They've got something for everybody. Athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now. I got a question for you. Um, being such an attractive woman, how is it, was it hard? Um, Thank you. I'm just being on, being on here with two beautiful Look, women. She bad. That's how she got my attention the first time. You bad too. <laughs> she bad, bad. I was watching the video. I was like, mm -hmm. <laughs> I checked you out, baby. Instagram lit. Thank you. Yeah, but being such an attractive woman, like, is it hard for in this male dominated um, industry? Did it, is it hard for them to take you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So how'd you get, like, how'd you garner, especially be able to ghostwrite for, for people? Like, how'd you garner their respect automatically? Like, how, how'd you do that? Um, I know it was a mission for sure. Like, I've, I always had to deal with stuff like guys hitting on me, like, since I was like 15, going into the labels and stuff. And I'll be with my mom and my dad, and they still 
would come on to me like like Damn, what you the band too <laughs> yeah no like they'll see me with my dad and then um and my mom you know and then um my mom knew a lot of people in the industry because she was a singer and a writer too and so uh, like my mom will like you know get their contact and stuff like that and then i'll have a meeting with them and then they'll be like oh i want her to come to the studio or whatever so then i'll go and they'll hit on me and be like oh yeah when i saw you with your your mom and your dad i knew i had to have you i'm like what the i'm like you're weird what are you 15? talking about yeah. yeah and but i mean i ended up learning like like to put my foot down you know like i'll put my foot down um and eventually they'll start looking at me like okay that's little sis you know because i'm kind of goofy a little bit <laughs> so it's not like and then i'll try to i'll go in there and then they'll really realize like wait she could really write like she's really talented you know yeah. so i'll and then there's sometimes that i'll run across someone that's like okay well I want you to write for me, but I also want to like hook up with you too. And then I'm just like, Ugh, it's so no. frustrating. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Because and I tried to have like a manager, you know, um, like male managers and stuff like that. And, and sometimes it just doesn't work out all the time. So no, because you hope that you have somebody. I feel you 100%. You bring a male in so that you can hide behind them. And then yes. they end up messing up the deal because they want to sleep with you too. Yes! Yeah. It's, it's, it's so, I'm telling you, Courtney is a unicorn. And Courtney's, Courtney has a wife, but he's a unicorn. Like I told Courtney, and I have these conversations with him all the time. He's like, why are guys such idiots? I'm like, I don't know. But 90% of the men who I try to make money with are more interested in sleeping with you than actually doing business. And I know you, I, I know. <laughs> it's so sad. Cause it's like, let's get to this money. Let's make history. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can we make history please? Speaking of the guys hitting on you, what is your relationship with social media like? <laughs> like, do you even read your DMs? Cause I hate mine most of the time. No. I mean, I'll, the ones that I actually speak to, yeah. <laughs> but, like, the other side of the DM, um, like, sometimes I'll go through it because there's some people that'll, like, write me, like, good messages. Like, you know, they'll, like, I got some good advice from some random people, like, you know, people that um, watch me and they love me or whatever. Some of them will give me good advice. And then there's, of course, the weird ones that's like, oh, can I send you money for your feet pics? And I'm just like, no. You get that too? I'm not giving you pictures of my feet. I get that to the bottom of your pink soles. I want to <laughs> see your, your wrinkles. Yeah, I, thank God it ain't just me. Courtney, in fact, a lot of people don't know, but Courtney posts a lot of stuff for me on social media. And Courtney has my password. Courtney hates my dms and he gets pissed off and he wants to fight people oh my god yeah, i usually just post and log out i don't stay in there too long because yeah uh -uh. weird people are some there's a lot of weird people in the world <laughs> unfortunately there's a lot of them like a lot of them you'd be like damn what hey. how could you even think of that what is wrong with you <laughs> when you first when you get, first got your first big check what did you buy when you first got your I first bought clothes. Clothes? Really? 
<laughs> he did the girl thing. Oh, okay. I would think that. I so- went on a shopping spree. I was like, yes, I'm going to go shopping. And then I called myself trying to save. It just did not work out. <laughs> I would think a lot of clothes just be given to you. Um, yeah, but I don't really like all of them. Oh. Like <laughs> right now, I'm trying to. Well, I'm not trying. I'm actually, I started a, a clothing line called Viva Gigi after my sister. And um, so it's all like custom pieces. Like, so I draw them, like I sketch them. And then I have a seamstress that's like actually sewing everything. And, and it's something fun for me. Cause it's like, I'll go into like the fabric store and I start picking out stuff and I'm like, oh, this will look cute. And, and so this is like another fun adventure of mine. So when will people be able to purchase stuff or is it already for sale? No, no, it's not for sale yet. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to get the collection together. So I want to at least have like a good 10 just to, for the collection. And then once I do that, then it will be up so oh. everybody can purchase. Please keep us in touch. Like, let me know that kind of stuff, okay? Because we'll yeah. you and stuff too. And it's great because I want to do it for like all body all body shapes, you know, because everybody's not, we're not all shaped the same. I don't have no booty. I I have boobs, but I don't have no booty. Yes, you do. No, 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 I don't. (laughs) Hey, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of girls that want a lot of big boobs. They're like, give me the boobs. Just give me the boobs. Hey. (laughs) Hey, give me your top five artists you would like to work with my top five um well i would love to work with beyonce um kanye and um madonna gaga and major yeah yeah how many is that four that's four one more gwen stefani oh my girl oh i love her i was gonna say rihanna but that's a good one gwen stefani okay oh and i love rihanna can i throw her in there too can we make it six sure (laughs) okay yeah i love rihanna oh my gosh she looks so good her and asap i love them so question now that you're back to writing right will you also be doing a spanish album yes so actually started writing the songs in Spanish. So, and that's my first time ever writing in Spanish. So I have two songs already that I've written in Spanish. That, and it's great too. It's fun. Oh, I, oh I got a request. We, know, yes. we don't, we do not have this. Can you give us like a drop for Cherry's World podcast in Espanol? Oh, yeah. Thank you. We'll send it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, anything for you, darling. Oh, thank you, baby. And when you go on this, so can we like tour South? Look, you hear me? Can we tour South America when you have? Oh, look, whenever you're red, I'm a traveler. So I mean, with your album, see, okay, let me tell you. Oh, my album, yeah, yeah. I didn't explain, I guess, my excitement. So I'm half Puerto Rican, right? But I'm too black, and I'm not Spanish enough right so every time and i'm sure you you feel the the vibe but like i go through that yeah so we have you know now we have j-lo who i love Mm -hmm. yeah but um she doesn't look like me yeah you look like me Mm -hmm. so i'm like a little girl who can look at beyonce (laughs) but i can look at my friend and look at betty 
Like, I want to live that experience through you. That's why I'm saying, like, can we get you to go on this um, South America tour? Yes, yes, yes. That would be, uh, like, amazing. No, I get that. Because I, I always go through that. Like, literally. Really? I always go through that. They'll be like, so some Spanish people will be like, oh, you're Spanish? I didn't think you were Spanish. I just thought you were Black. And I'm just like, well, I'm both, like. You yeah. know, like, I'm both. So what do you want me to say about that? And then, then there's, you know, and then even, like, in Colombia, like, some of them, like, the, like, white Spanish girls or whatever, they'll be like, oh, well, I mean, but you're just Black. Like, okay, so, yeah, your dad's Colombian, but you're just Black. And, I, and then, I don't know, it's it's always like that. I don't know why. Well, I don't know why it's like that. needs you. Hmm? My daughter needs you. She likes Cardi B and I like Cardi and everything, but my daughter needs you. Yes. She needs that to, to be able to see her likeness. Yeah. Yeah. I got a, I yeah. got a question I got to ask you. So, and, and since you've been on lip service, I, I, I feel comfortable asking this question. Okay. So you say you're from Colombia, right? We could talk about sex, right? So yeah. I, someone from that country, I believe, and her mom was actually a hooker there. And she and she was explaining to me that prostitution is not looked up down upon out there. there. Yeah, as it is over here. I I, know. And, I, and I was just totally shocked by that. It was like it's a real business. And she was like, "Yeah, nobody even looks down upon it like that. It's just like real." I was, maybe you could speak on that because I did not know like it was like that. Yeah, there's houses over there, so like there's. Like, they'll live there. I guess it's like a brothel, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then there's levels. Like, there's the higher paid ones, and then the middle ones, and then the, the, the lower ones, you know? Um, but they, they'll look at the girls like they're, like, queens, you know? Like, some of the guys, they'll look at those girls like... But Courtney, how do you not know that? Because that's why men like to go to the Caribbean. They like to go to St. Martin. They like to go to Puerto Rico. They like to go to DR. DR, yeah, but but he was spe he specifically <laughs> said Colombia, and I know that's what she said. And she was talking about because that like this person I can't really her mother was a hooker. I'm like, wow, your mother was a hooker, and she was like real proud of it. Like that's how we paid our bills and everything. Like it wasn't like a big thing, and I was just shocked by it. Yeah, I guess because, like, they'll meet, like, Americans or other guys from other countries, so they'll feel like, okay, you know, like, they're the it girls. Um, but, yeah, no, they, they, they don't, like, over here, like, how they'll look down in it, like, oh, my God, what? You know, like, you do that? Girl, like, what's wrong with you? Over there, it's like, oh, really? So, like, so tell me, like, what happened? You're like, you know? Like, they find it fascinating. Hmm. I guess, I like, you know, it. they're getting to their money over there. Yeah. <laughs> they got to do what they got to do. But they say they look down upon it, and then they go ahead and give a stripper $30,000 who's on the pool. Yeah. It's glorified everywhere. Yeah, it, it is, basically. Even, even in the Bible. It, even in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, buddy, we don't want to keep you forever. What else do you want your fans to know about you? Um, that I love everybody, <laughs> and um, to 
you know, um, to know that my music is coming soon and tune in every Monday to Cartel Crew. <laughs> um, make sure you guys tune in at nine. Um, and uh, yeah, um, help me fight, you know, this fight that I'm doing for Gigi's Law. And um, I'll stay tuned for Viva Gigi and for the album, the Spanish one and the English one. <laughs> Yay! I'm so excited about the Spanish one. Thank you. Hey, you got any Rick Ross or Lil Wayne stories you can tell us? You know what? Um, I recently, like, who was it? Not last, was it? No, it was two years ago. I finally met Ross. We have a whole song together, and I never met him face to face. He thought I was a sample when he got the hook. Yes. And when he got the song, he thought it was a sample. And everyone thought I was a sample. And I'm like, no, it's me. I'm a light person. Wow. Like, this isn't from, like, back in the day. It's really me. And um, and recently, Wayne reached out, like, and I told him, I was like, yo, that's me on that song, like, with you. Yeah, <laughs> let's make some more. That's so crazy. I'm actually going to go to LA, get in the studio, try to make some magic. Let's do it. I'm excited, and I'm waiting for it I'm excited too. Oh, have fun. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Okay, thank you for having me. I'll see you guys. Very interesting. Bye. Thank you. Hey, if you're listening to Cherry's World Podcast on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, please give us a five star. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review. I want to hear from you. Thank you. Head over to Grits Tees. That's G-R-I-T-T-E-Z.com. They've got something for everybody. Athletics, humor, spiritual, and the woke communities. Come express yourself through apparel that communicates passion and perseverance. Use the checkout code CHERRY and you'll get 10% off of everything right now.